You're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. PhD students at the University of Otago are sick of cold, drafty offices, creating unsafe working conditions. Students spoken to by R1 News spoke of wearing gloves in their offices, which were too cold for them to type properly, and they struggled to keep their offices warm. These students told R1 News that due to the need for heaters to be tested, they were unable to bring in their own ones to warm up their offices, and instead needed to request additional heating through the Property Services Division, which would oftentimes reject their request. Property Services Director at the University of Otago, Dean McCauley, told R1 News that most heating systems in buildings at the university operate a building management system designed to warm the buildings in the most efficient way. This meant that additional heaters in some offices could result in other parts of the building becoming colder. The University of Otago's thermal comfort guidelines state that during office hours, offices should have a target temperature of 18 to 24 degrees. They expect office users to be wearing winter clothes in winter months and for offices to have slight air flows, but not a draft. Buildings only being heated during office hours does mean that on weekends and in evenings, times when PhD students are often still working, these buildings may not necessarily be heated adequately, only worsening the situation of already cold offices. Joining me now is OUSA President Melissa Lama. Kia ora, Melissa. It's great to have you in the studio. Kia ora koutou. Thank you for having me. Uh, so have you heard from postgraduate students frustrated with cold working conditions? Personally, no, I haven't uh, in terms of in my role, but, you know, in conversations with other post, postgraduate students, uh, I'm doing my doctorate myself, so I have been in a couple of cold offices, mm-hmm. um, and they have mentioned that some of the heating is just not up to date or there is no heating in them. Um, so, yeah, that's not good. No, certainly not. And so with students having to resort to solutions like jackets, gloves, hot water bottles in their offices, what's your response to that? Look, I don't think it's good enough. I think if we're talking about the best chances of students being in a warm and safe place in order to think and put all their capacity into their writing, we need to provide um, you know, appropriate heating. And so I would hope that we are updating this in our buildings. Now, I do know that the university is working to update their buildings, uh, but we still have students here at the moment, and, and we just have to, be, we have to do better in that area. And so what action do you think the university should be taking? I mean, obviously they're taking some, but in in the short term in particular for these offices in these old heritage buildings? I think um, what I do know that the university is doing uh, to address it is they've offered portable heaters through the departments. Mm-hmm. Now, I think where the miscommunication is is the department to the students. Now, we have so many departments here at the university, and, um, you know, sometimes... Uh, Messages don't always get to students depending upon the communication level of the department, but they are allowed to, within their right, request appropriate heating, and they can have those portable heaters. Um, So I do um, think that the uni probably needs to make this more of a centralised notice now because clearly students, PhD students or postgrad students, don't know that it's there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we heard of one PhD student who was told not to complain about their cold office at their PhD meeting after six months. Um, do you think that part of this problem with the department not bringing these issues or being able to get them from the department could result from a power imbalance? Could could do, but I also think um, it's, you know, where there's the centralised voice, like who's holding them accountable? And I think it's important that uh, if you are relying on departments to let you know that those options are there and those services are there and they're not doing it, then who are students meant to go to from there is where I think the power imbalance is. And mm-hmm. so 
um, we can't always rely that at the discretion of every department. Like I want to have good faith that they do but clearly from our postgraduate students they're not doing it so I don't know who holds them accountable or if there is just a central place they can go to beyond just the department Excellent, thank you very much for joining me Melissa. Thanks for having me That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast